it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Off and daunted. Off and daunted. Final score, 81 Hoosiers. Xavier Musketeers, 79. What a win as Trace Jackson Davis, our captain, our All-American, our North Star, leads the team to a victory and honestly one of the best away wins we've had in quite some time. I mean, you look at the list all throughout last year, just away games that were within grasp. I mean, you guys watched them. Away games within grasp. That the Hoosiers just let slip away. I mean, the game we watched tonight was reminiscent of so many games last season. The only difference being the ending outcome. And I gotta say, with this year's squad, I like the way this one ended. Last year's team does not win that game. And whatever anybody wants to say about Xavier not being ranked, that environment looked popping last night. By the way, thanks for listening. This is episode one of the Often Daunted podcast, and I'm just really starting it to kind of just share my thoughts. I do this all as a hobby. I manage uh, the flyoverwire.com. Check it out. I just write on uh, the teams I love, Colts, Hoosiers, whatever it is. I'm going to talk about it here. So uh, this game, I'm just going to be breaking it down a little for whoever uh, wants to kill some time with me. Uh, My name is Burke White. I'm just a hobbyist writer. I uh, manage that site just as a hobby. This is all just for the love of the game, so uh, don't be too harsh in those reviews. I mean, how how big a deal this win is aside, let's, uh, we just got to get into the dominant performance that Trace Jackson Davis had. I mean, 30 points, 30 points from our big man, our captain, our North Star, as I said before. He, I mean, he is a captain in every sense of the word. The guy was just absolutely dominant tonight. And even at however rough that game felt as his game just was, he shouldered quite the load for us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, if the fund hasn't started for the Trace Jackson Davis statue in Bloomington yet, um, I would love to set up the Kickstarter. I mean, we should start that right away. What a dominant performance by our captain, our All-American, our North Star in Bloomington. Uh, as the Hoosiers were able to pull out the victory 81-79, to like I said before in Cincy. I mean, that environment was popping. Credit to that whole crowd in Cincinnati. Uh, that, that musketeer crowd, uh, they were bringing quite the hostile environment, giving the boys uh, some ruckus to deal with, but... I mean, what whatever you can say about this, this was a v- very impressive win. I mean, th- this this is a win that last year's team doesn't get. I mean, you look at the, I mean, we had at Wis- I mean, you can say what you will about Wisconsin. Um, like at Northwestern. Um, let me think. At Syracuse, I mean that at, that was game at Wisconsin that I thought we could have won that we lost 64 to 59 uh Penn State last year lost by three like uh, this team last year consistently let down fans uh just whatever it was our shooting away just was never falling and tonight it wasn't falling either I mean this was a classic night of Indiana shooting 
but there is a difference in this year's team in the fact that there was an entirely different outcome in this one. We were able to get the win in a situation that felt so familiar, but the ending felt so foreign. I'm so used to watching that same exact game and going to bed angry. <laughs> Probably way too angry. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, whatever you want to say about how slow we started, how the talent alone, like we should be leaps and bounds ahead of Xavier and we should have outdone them. Whatever you want to say about the game, it was a great win. We need to enjoy this. Um, we can't... An early non-conference win in Cincinnati against Xavier is a great win. I'm going to take it. Trace was absolutely the story of this game for the Hoosiers. I mean, uh, he was just far too athletic for anybody to stop. I mean, Xavier's big men didn't stand a chance when he was getting down there. He he shot 13 for 16 on the day for 30 points. That's with six rebounds and three blocks that were just, I mean, these blocks, his blocks, Trace's ability to time a block <laughs> to where he is hitting it at the top of his jump so that it's just, for peak, climactic, awesome impact, it, 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 his timing's impeccable. I mean, get drafted on highlight potential alone with that. Really, um, no surprise here. It was a story of IU in the paint. Uh, we relied heavily when the fact that buckets weren't going in reared its ugly head once again for Hoosiers. Uh, yeah. Gosh, you hate to see it. You actually hate to see it. I usually say that jokingly and sarcastically, but you actually hate to see that. That that slow start. We can afford that against Xavier. That there's gonna come a time, and you all know when they are on the schedule, that that just will not fly. But the pen game worked because I mean our big men were far more dominant, and the big men they did have were having to muscle like 38 minutes and try not to get into foul trouble. It it was an unattended. A, tenable situation that like I was surprised they were able to <laughs> the depth of Indiana should have run Xavier out of the gym that that Xavier team should have been crawling off the court not losing by two points I mean I'm getting picky because I mean we won I'm gonna I'm gonna be happy with the win so I'm I'm not gonna go too deep into that I'm going to enjoy it. Enjoy it. We're, uh, yeah, sorry. It's, it's far too negative, far too often. I'm going to enjoy this one. I mean, speaking of looking on the brighter side, we could talk about, <laughs> shoot, I'm going right back into it. We could talk about, uh, I mean, just Xavier's ludicrous start to this one. 
God, I love him. I always write. I always write about how much I love Xavier's heart. He's all Indiana heart in my mind. That guy works his ass off for the Hoosiers. The only problem is oftentimes he works he works harder than he he works too hard for his legs to stay under him. Leading to turnovers, leading to just a lot of the erratic play that you see from time to time. He has all the skill to just be an absolutely dominant point guard in the Big Ten. The Big Ten and just the national stage. It's just a matter of him uh, cutting down those erratic plays. and I mean, his stat line tonight was ludicrous. Uh, the box score wouldn't tell you, I mean, just how erratic the start was, but credit to him for the stat line. He came home with uh, 7 for 8 from the field. Dang. See, uh, the box score, it's crazy. I watched this game. He was 7 of 8 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3. Ending with 23 points and 7 rebounds. But again, just Xavier shining on the defensive side of the floor as he was the team leader in plus-minus at plus-9. The Hoosier defense is going to keep us in every single game this season. There were several points in this one where I was truly scared that it was going to get out of hand. But yeah, again, I just need to realize what we have here in Bloomington this year. It's something special. This 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 defense is capable of keeping us in any game. It's just a matter of those shots dropping. We're going to come across some shooters. And while Xavier's shots were falling for them because they were getting some decent bounces. Before we uh, head into the box score a little more and just really talk about this game a little more. I just wanted to point out how much I hate Sean Miller. Um, When he was run out of Arizona, when he was run out of Arizona, when Archie was fired and they decided to play uh, Hot Mike Heroes um, on whatever betting off-site they were trying to get America's youth hooked on. Uh, Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers, not... A sponsor of mine. So they were on their sports gambling show, Two Bros, One Ball. No, no, that's not what it is. Uh, And I I just want to share, like, I I can't believe I didn't see this earlier in the season. I only saw it when it was brought up before this game, which uh, props to Allie Satzenbacher. Satzenbacher. Allie Satzenbacher. At Allie Housefield. At Allie Housefeld TV uh, for sharing this video on Twitter. Uh, I just want to play you some of the audio. Just him talking shit, mad shit about Hoosier fans. I'm going to say this. Um, um, I know St. Mary's like the back of my hand. I also know Wyoming pretty well. The fans in Indiana work against Indiana because the second Wyoming goes up to nothing, they start to boo the coach and the players. <laughs> By the time you get to halftime, it will be a pro Wyoming uh, crowd. No, that's only I, Arch. I don't see that so let me finish. That's, so, that's only Arch, Sean. That's not true. Yeah, that's, that's not true. That's not true. That's but not what true. I'm going to say is Wyoming beats get Indiana. Here, dude. Their style of play, 
Maldonado at the point. Their uniqueness will give Indiana fits. It doesn't matter. I, I like uh, Yeah, whatever. That was just about the Wyoming game. I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, just how how sour are you about your brother's $10.35 million severance check we sent him? It's ridiculous. I just wish we couldn't sue him out of town like they sued you. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. I shouldn't be saying that into a microphone. Uh, I just, yeah, Arizona wasn't pretty. I imagine there were lawsuits involved. Just what, I mean, no, like we, we support our coaches here. We just didn't support your brother. I mean, we, we don't settle for mediocrity like our, the Indiana brethren to the Northwest 16 years with Matt Painter. I have a brother at Purdue and I just always am like, dude, I always tell him the difference in our programs is this. We'd have realized that Matt Painter ain't it. He ain't going to win you a championship. He's only proved it how many times. And while they're content with winning Big Ten championships, that just isn't what we're okay with here. We want national titles. If it ain't resulting in a banner, we're on to the next one. Sorry, that was my little Purdue side tangent. Back to the game. <laughs> Actually, no, back to Sean Miller. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, th this guy just, he, he was out of the league, the NCAA, for a, a season where he just thought he could hot mic and talk smack, and I'm just really glad the Hoosiers pulled this one out. And shut him up a bit. That dude, the whole Miller family. God, I had so such high hopes for him. <laughs> All right, sorry. I just wanted to bring up that quote in case anybody didn't know it. Shout out to Allie for bringing it back up. And, I mean, if you go back to that box score... Indiana definitely did have a smaller rotation than we had been seeing, and that was to be expected against a superior opponent. Uh, our rotation consisted of nine today, with Jordan Geronimo getting the fewest minutes at five. Um, high expectations for him this year, though. Plenty of development, and as we find games where we get into foul trouble, we know for a fact he'll be asked to be, he'll be called upon to step up and. I fully believe he's ready for that moment. But what do I know? I'm just a fan. Now, I mean, you guys all know it's been the story of our freshman all season. Um, for Jalen, he ended this game with three points after 29 minutes. Now, while that isn't impressive, he did rack up four assists, five rebounds. Um, Yeah, I mean, his his whatever he isn't doing on the in the box score... He is doing on the court. He is opening up other players. He is giving this offense a dynamic that it's lacked. He adds something invaluable to this team. As for Malik Renault, I mean, just another, just beyond his year's performance. 12 points on 16 minutes. 5 for 9 from the field. 6 rebounds total. 
that, that he just continues to amaze me. I mean, him coming off the bench adds a depth to our rotation, a depth to our game that just very few teams are going to be able to compete with. This Xavier team, credit to them because they competed hard. They're, they're, I mean, their their starter they, their starters were tired. Nunge was dogged by the end of this one. I mean, let's let's look at ours. Like Trace Jackson led the whole game in minutes with thirty seven. And if the Musketeers had not gotten into foul trouble, I promise you, three of those players would have ended with forty minutes. Those being Nunge, Fremantle, and uh, Jones. They do have some playmakers, um, although it did help. They seem to be tripping over ghosts out there. So, thank God that helped us pull out that victory. I, I'm so excited about what this team has. Like, uh, just the depth just amazes me. Has me so excited for what this season has in store for all of us fans. Just a great win. Let's enjoy it. Yeah, thanks for listening. So, uh, this part of the show, I just wanted to delve into some uh, few other thoughts I have around the league, or honestly, might be, yeah, just a few other thoughts I have around the league. And when I say league, I'm going to say the league on this show. When I say the league, I mean the rest of college, okay? Don't be a stickler. But uh, before I get into some other thoughts around the Big Ten, I just uh, wanted to give you a little word from our sponsor. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Fort Wayne Coney Island. Now, they definitely don't sponsor this show, but I love their dogs. Uh, just a fabulous spot in Fort Wayne. Local favorite and a national uh, treasure, actually. Highlight of the town. Stopping by Fort Wayne? Grab a dog. Grab some chili. It's a good time. It's a little little taste of old America. Visit your roots. Visit Coney Island. And if Coney Island would not like me to mention their name on this show, they can also pay me to do that. Thank you. It's time for Big Ten Talk. That's right. So before I go forward, I just want to break down what I'm really wanting to get out of this podcast. Uh, I want to just be a show that you can listen to after you listen to all the analytics, after you listen to all the other stuff. Um, Really, this is the first episode, so I don't have many, if any, fans. (laughs) So I just... I'm looking to uh, really see, so I'm really looking to start a show that can be community-based for just the fans to talk the game. Um, So, I mean, if you would like to reach out and be a part of the show, I mean, contribute a question, I'll play it on the show, I'll discuss it. Um, Reach out to me at uh, flyoverwire at gmail.com, that's flyoverwire at gmail.com and again you can check out anything I'm writing on flyoverwire.com as well uh so on to the big 10 I just want to discuss Michigan, <laughs> Michigan losing to uh 
Ooh, Michigan losing to Arizona State. That ain't a good look after they got all that hype. After Malik Renault and Jalen Hood Shafino were dissed on that Big Ten Network uh, preseason All-American list with Jet getting the look. It's ridiculous. I'm not saying they're there yet, but, I mean, come on. There's really not much to say. I don't watch much of Michigan. I'm an Indiana fan through and through. Uh, that being said, I did watch the uh, Michigan State game uh, against Kentucky. And they look sneaky good. That short stack they have at point guard, actually, uh, he's kind of a baller. Little transfer. He's really cutting it up and uh, dishing it down to Sissas. So, oh, I should get his name right. Because that could be taken wrong. Sissako. Maddie Sissako. That dude is a beast. Now, he I mean, he's just all raw power. So, I'm hoping that our front court can handle them. That being said, Michigan State, keep a lookout for them. I mean... <laughs> No duh, they just toppled Kentucky. And of course, once we get closer to Big Ten, I'll be discussing this more thoroughly. Really, I'm just focused on Indiana football right now, sadly, and <laughs> our non-conference schedule. We got a lot ahead of us to look forward to. God, it's a great season to be a Hoosier fan, guys. Be excited. Lastly, before I sign off for the end of this, the first episode of the Often Daunted podcast with Burke White. I wanted to leave you with, um, I wanted to take a moment and kind of reach across the aisle here. I wanted to highlight a Purdue performance of the show, each show, and, uh, just, I mean, just really highlight a Purdue stat line that, uh, you know, just show, show, show them some love. So, this week's Purdue performance of the show goes to Mason Gillis, who, uh, in their game against Marquette, had a stat line of 19 minutes, 2 assists, 0 boards, 0 points. Just an astounding performance for the vet. Everyone remember the time Nathan Childress was able to get half that in 3 minutes? You tell me what that means. And that was your Purdue Performance of the Week. Thank you for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with Burke White. I'm just a hobbyist writer for flyoverwired.com. Feel free to uh, give my writing some reads there. Reach out to me at uh, flyoverwire at gmail.com. Ask me a question. Uh, we'll discuss it on the show. Um, have any ideas for the show, show? Feel free to reach out. Work as a community to make this show something pretty cool. So, uh, appreciate any and all help. Thank you all. God bless. Have a great day.